0: Consider this noise. And compare it with this one. It's amazing, isn't it, that two pieces of music so distinct and so different was his overwhelming desire to broadcast. By the middle of the 20th century, he was able to broadcast joined-up sentences, albeit very primitive ones. The bishops will then go on to... um, uh, we'll then go on um to say, At this stage, example of this prehistoric worship of the magic of radio can be found on the barren shoreline of the Easter Islands, where standing carved in the cliff rock are 40 giant stone representations of Libby Purvis's face. Men and women are irresistibly drawn, but it is interesting how loyal and attached we become to our radio in a way that we don't with our television or vacuum cleaner. a company brings out a new function button on electrical equipment and we all go out and buy the latest model. Our BBC controller changes the radio schedules and we put dead wood who are avidly tuning in while sitting down to Sunday lunch. Here's a celebrated one from 1923. And from 1927, the Alexandra Palace test signal, regarded as one of the funniest. 1934 saw the start of Woman's Hour. I want to talk to you this morning about clothes and boots and shoes. And in 1938, the very first episode of The Archers. It's a little-known fact that this much-loved cack soap opera was. (laughs) You went to Queen Charlotte's Hospital to book me a birth? Oh, they must have thought you were mad. (laughs) La storia della patria. scratch down your ear. If you are then come anyway because you might stumble across some fond memories from the decade of swing. And you're listening to today on Radio 4 with John Humphreys and Peter Hobday young young.